Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. Remember to join us at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries. My wife and I welcome you there. We are life coaches, and uh, we welcome you to leave your messages there on Facebook. That's Quality of Life Ministries. Come on over there and join us. And remember, you're the most important person because without you, we cannot teach. We learn so we can teach, and we teach so we can learn. What is salvation? That's what we're talking about today. We want to go to the Greek language and uh, look at the word saved. It actually is sozo, the Greek word for salvation is sozo, and it means to heal, to make well, to restore to health. The Greek word for salvation, sozo, get it? Its root root meaning goes beyond just the forgiveness of sins. So, we think of salvation of forgiveness of sins. But we, we uh, look at the, the Strong's Concordance and we see that Sozo also carries the idea of being physically healed of diseases and to be delivered from our enemies. So before Christ, as an example, I was in Adam Center and I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict at conversion. I was delivered from alcoholism and, and drug addiction. Those addictions, those diseases were removed from me. That old identity in Adam was removed. I had no desire to continue to live like I used to live. Now in Christ, child of God. And so remember, the two-sided coin of salvation is forgiveness and life. So yes, there's more to salvation than forgiveness. Uh, it's, it's life in Christ as well, and that restores us back to health. That means delivers us from sin. So Paul says, or excuse me, the uh, writer of Hebrews is going to tell us this in Hebrews 13.5. Don't be controlled by love for money. Be happy with what you have. God has said, I will never leave you. I will never desert you. And so salvation starts with understanding our oneness in Christ. You see, the hope is that we have is Jesus says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You see, and that's how we're not going to be controlled by the love for money. We know the love for money is the root of all evil. But if you're in Christ and you trust Christ, that he is in us for the purpose of loving us and living through us, then we know what true happiness is. We discover, not only know, but understand what true happiness is. It's knowing that we're never alone, that Christ lives in us. Before Christ, we were dead in sin. So the healing, salvation is healing, heals us of sin. Okay, so we're no longer we're no longer dead in sin, but we're alive now in Christ, you see. So Jesus was punished. There's a scripture in the old covenant that says, By his stripes we are healed. Well, the healing is the sin issue. You see, no longer are we in Adam sinners, but we're in Christ, child children of God, totally forgiven, folks. And so the sin issue has been dealt with once and for all. 
Before Christ, Satan used to tell us lies like, if I had this thing, this drug, this booze, this whatever external thing, if you had this, you would be okay. Remember, Satan is always and always always has been and always will be the great counterfeiter. Remember, he is the god of the external. Other other names, he's better known as the author of lies. So remember this important fact, folks. Making more money or having more money will not assure us that everything will be okay for our future. Many people believe that if I was just, if I had financial security, my future would be okay. Okay, so keep in mind, healing is not, this healing that we're talking about, salvation, is not necessarily delivered from, like, say, arthritis or stenosis of the spine, you know, those are not the healing we're talking about. The healing we're talking about here of salvation is the healing of addictions. You see, we've been healed from all of our addictions. Titus 4.14, that's Titus 2.14, tells us that we are totally committed to doing good deeds. Now we've been delivered from sin. We've been delivered from these addictions. So we're not interested in continuing to live as if we did in Adam now. Knowing God will never leave us. Knowing that we're always one spirit with Christ. It gives us a sense of assurance or assurance of salvation, doesn't it? Jesus saves us completely. Completely, folks. The writer of Hebrews in 7 verses 24 and 25 tells us, but because Jesus lives forever, his priesthood lasts forever. Therefore, he is able once and forever to save those who come to God through him. He lives forever to intercede with God on their behalf. Now, the neat thing about this is because Jesus lives forever and we're one spirit with him, that means we're going to live forever. Spiritual beings here having a human experience. He is always interceding for us on our behalf. We're always okay. We're always forgiven. We're always right. We're always loved by our Heavenly Father. You know, Satan has been trying to get the body of Christ to try to accomplish what Jesus already accomplished. The problem with that is Galatians 5.4. We alienate ourselves from Christ and we fall from grace. If we return back to the law, which is trying to get ourselves okay with God through self-effort or trying, then we've left grace. Salvation is free forgiveness and life in Christ. That means we are right with God, our Father, and loved unconditionally all the time. So alienating ourselves from Christ is when we try to live the Christian life. We try to get forgiven. We try to get right when we already are by grace through faith. You see, and that's what happens. Falling from grace sounds bad, but actually, you know, you don't lose your salvation. But rather, we know that because if you look at a butterfly, it never changes. It never changes forms. It's always the same. Same with a new creature in Christ. Once a new creature, always a new creature. So stop beating yourself up. I know I used to uh, a lot as a new creature. 
And I, I, was, I had to be told that, to not beat myself up as a new creature. Because when God sees his new creature, he says, you're beautiful. There's nothing wrong with you. Okay? So we, we can stop self-condemning ourselves if we have fallen from grace. Now, falling from grace, alienating, alienating ourselves from Christ is just we're, we're always one spirit with the Lord. The problem is, is the body of Christ, the Galatians, in uh, the context here, we're just living independent lives. That's what it means to alienate themselves from Christ because they return back to the law, you see. And that's all that means. Falling from grace, well, they didn't experience the grace of God, did they? They didn't experience their forgiveness and their right standing with God and their completeness through their union with Christ because they were over on in, in living independent lives. You see, that was the problem. So it's not about trying, it's about trusting. The world does not have this assurance because of their sin. You're asking yourselves, well, what sin is left? If Jesus took the sins of the world, what sins are left? Well, John 16, 9, Jesus said this himself. He said, the world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. You see, and so the language of faith, folks, is thank you. Jesus died for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. See, now the two-sided coin of salvation in Christ is forgiveness and life in him. By grace through faith are we saved. It's a gift from God, not a work, so no one can boast. So remember, the language of faith is thank you. So all through the day, we just want to give God thanks for what he's done with us in Jesus Christ. God bless.